hello, hello. It's and you know we make it stop. Hoo-hoo. We make stop. it stop. And we make it stop. That's our rendition of uh, Eddie Murphy's album. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's album. How could it be? Yeah, that's it's nice and delicate. That's that's really that's yep. what I get from Eddie Murphy's voice. We're we're jumping we're jumping the give gun it here. A, giving it a gentle touch. I just thought it's a nice you know it's a nice tradition to do a little intro to you know the show that actually has uh, you know us singing or performing in the style of the bands which we attempt to skewer. Is right? it? Have we yes. ever done that before? We did it last week when we All made right. everybody do it. I guess <laughs> do that's that. better than us just starting out being like, ah, right. stop it. Yeah, yelling really loudly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I think I think we're good. Um, <laughs> hi, guys. Hey. <laughs> hi, we tried. Can we get a little falsetto from you, Mike? <laughs> and then we do make it stop. And now I'm just singing the same song. Gonna hear later. Um, so <laughs> uh, we are here. It's another. It's another day. Another dream. Another Coke dream. Here to die. It is another Coke dream album. Yep. When Coke dreams come true. I think, I mean, every album, every album from the 80s is a Coke something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yep. Is it a Coke dream come true or is it a Coke... Uh, Nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We've, we've actually, I think we've reviewed both. <laughs> I think we've reviewed <laughs> both so far. And I don't know, would we put this in the Coke dream category or the Coke nightmare category? Like, um, uh, is it... We'll, it's, we'll like, uh, it's like Coke pap. I don't know, you know? It's, the shit, it's like inositol. It's what you cut it with. <laughs> we, now, now's as good a time as ever to introduce our, our incredible guest uh, this week. Uh, lo- local comedian, uh, lady about town in all the right ways. That <laughs> Everyone's a person about town on our show. It's true. <laughs> I would know. Um, <laughs> Nonye Brown Hi. West is with us, is in the building right now. And I just had one simple request, and that is that we evaluate Eddie Murphy's singing career. Yes. That's what we're doing today. I'm yes. Yeah, this was Nonye's. This was your idea. Yeah. Um, you know, as a, as a comedian, have you ever thought, when's your album coming out? Um, I would love to drop an album. I actually, I've written an Oprah musical, <gasps> and yeah, I, I don't know when and where I'm going to do it. I plan to do it this year, but now I'm, I'm going to be moving this year, so. Oh, oh, you know, oh, we're losing her. We're wow. losing her. I know. Like we're you've losing written, her. like, the songs. I've like... written four songs, and I think I'm going to cap it at, like, six songs. Wow. And it's called When Oprah <laughs> Met Terrence. A story of love. So I don't know if you two know this, but Oprah Winfrey dated Terrence Howard very briefly wow. when she was on a break from Sedman. No. Like maybe about few, uh, like three years ago. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that crazy? What a power I, couple. I know. That was weird. But he he's like a problematic person. Right. So this musical yeah. is just oh, desperate. That's right. Like you got... <laughs> oh, it's all flooding back to me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But he still talks about her it, on radio shows and it's just always... So bizarre. He's like, Oprah is like a field of roses. You cannot just pick one. And it's like, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, there- <laughs> How many things uh, are we picking? How many Oprahs are there? Did she make clothes? I don't know. But anyway, that has nothing to do with Eddie Murphy. Thank you for having me here today. <laughs> 
course. You know, it has it has some things to do with some things, and that's like what the show is all about. I mean, you know, stream of consciousness, tangential conversations with with people we enjoy. So yeah, thank you, Nonye, for coming on the show with us. Um, and telling us about your Terrence Howard <laughs> Oprah musical sounds amazing. I, I I mean I can't I can't wait to do it. I just don't know when. There's no real plans. <laughs> I mean, well, tell can you tell us? Well, about not it? everyone has an Oprah like <laughs> musical in their back pocket, you know. I just have it. I just have it. That's when really I'm ready. that's a good. That's fucking dope. That is fucking dope. I can barely motivate myself to like come here for an hour a day, <laughs> an hour a week to like just like. Freestyle uh, complain about like <laughs> yeah. mediocre music. Yep, just to make our snarky commentary. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? That is the currency of the of 2018. Snarky currency, uh, snarky commentary is the currency of 2018. Snarky commentary. Carmen, you know Who what? Is she? <laughs> Stop it. Where in the world is Carmen? Sorry. And the world is snarky commentary. There you go. There it is. Can we review uh, Rockapella on a future episode? Too good. Too good. Too good. Too good. So there have been have there been other comedians throughout time that have done crossover albums. So Jamie Foxx, we all know, is a beautiful singer. He's amazing. So his album, although it was panned by maybe other artists. It did very well. Uh, Kanye helped him with that. I think he had a second album, too, and he did Ray, like the Ray soundtrack. Isn't that correct? So he's he's great. I like that song, Blame It on the Alcohol. It's a good song. (laughs) True. Wait, what? Uh, Was that I I like it. That's not Jamie (laughs) Foxx. Was he in that? Oh, that is Jamie Foxx. That's Jamie Foxx. Oh, my God. Uh, 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 oh, you're wait, right. But you there's serious? like T-Pain in there, too, yeah, right? Yeah, featuring T-Pain. Oh, my what? God. You're right. That is just Jamie Foxx. Yeah. That's right? like that's like how Eddie Murphy gets like Eddie Murphy featuring Michael Jackson on What's Up With What's You. Up with <laughs> What's you? Up With You. Oh, my God. Because so, that's the thing. We were thinking about this, you know, back, backstage, pre-show, and talking about how, you know... Um, with Ray and Jamie Foxx, like, he had kind of this, like, redemption story arc. I mean, he went from, you know, a, an actor that was in some stuff to, like, a big deal that was, like, making music and winning Oscars and stuff. Yeah. Was Eddie Murphy hoping that How Could It Be would be his... Uh, I think I think he thought that. And honestly, it was a gold record. Mm-hmm. And it had some heavy hitters writing and producing at Stevie Wonder, Rick James. Yeah. yeah. So, the heavy hitters definitely carried... They, they were oh, really yeah. holding the... <laughs> A, a big bat. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they, they kept it. They kept it together for him. They definitely did. For sure, he had a lot of help. He needed it. He did. Um, I, yeah. Go on. I have to say though, it's this was not his best album, even though it was his most successful album. Uh, Eddie Murphy. You already you already mentioned his 1993 album "Love's All Right," where he had the songs with Michael Jackson. The one song "What's Up with You," which was horrible. Horrible. It was horrible, horrifying. Guys. That was a bad album. And it- that's how I started my day today, guys. <laughs> Don't do that. The the music video was great, though. I suggest everybody goes out right now and watches this music video. Just use your phones. I don't know. I said go out. You don't need to leave your house. <laughs> In this day and age, now to go, go to the watch. go to the Nickelodeon theater, go to the blockbuster video, <laughs> put a nickel up. in the machine. <laughs> I'm showing my age, but his best album, I have to say, was "So Happy" in 1989, the following album, and it didn't do well. And it was honestly, if that album was released today, it would be huge. It would be a Bruno Mars album. It's you, really, yeah. I, did, I did not bother listen to it. I, I oh, apologize. So good. 
Um, I didn't know. I, I should have I should listen to the other uh, Eddie Murphy albums. Just that one. As so happy. I'm the least prepared. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I also didn't. I listened to What's Up with You because that that shit's hilarious. I mean, yes. that that's that's very funny. But I did not know that he had like a. I mean, I, it's not surprising to me that he actually came out with a decent album because Eddie Murphy's. His voice is not that bad. It's not bad, but but uh, I mean, it's not that good. No, it's not. It's not. nothing so, special. It's pretty thin. It's pretty strained and off and off key. It's so like it's if he get, if he got up and did karaoke, you'd be like, oh, that guy's yeah. pretty good. But you know, with when he's got Stevie Wonder, right. And Rick, Rick James, James over and his shoulders, a like, fudge. and all this, all this sort of <laughs> best name provided in the for him. I don't think he really rises to the occasion. I so with that the, voice. The thing is, was so happy he had. So on uh, this this album that we're talking about today, how could it be? He had maybe five people in his team like producing and writing with him. But on so happy, he had maybe forty seven people Jesus. producing and writing with him. So I think it was less about him being better at singing in that album and more about the production yeah the be, levels being of better at hiring lots and lots and lots of people exactly. to layer on <laughs> like filters until you sound okay exactly <laughs> and the music videos you for so happy are so bad too you should watch those too they're very wow. sexy uh there's a lot of overall he wearing like a lot of leather <laughs> like wasn't this album he was wearing like leather on the front yes. and like had the like leather you know finger, oh. fingerless gloves and everything speaking That's of the album cover do you know who took the picture for the album cover no who annie Leibowitz. what what yes what, what? The fuck? <laughs> so this is another one in the category in the in the ongoing make it stop trope of like you know when you have enough famous people and you throw them at a thing Sometimes it's uh, fine. <laughs> it's yeah. a gold but, album. Yeah, but most of the time, but Bruno was a gold album too. Yeah, Return of Bruno was That's also true. a gold album. Yeah, this is a very Bruno esque album. It both features, you know, people who are out of their, you know, depth, out of their <laughs> genre, you know, genre bending. But unlike trying to cross over, trying really. to cross over. But unlike Bruno, um, this Eddie Murphy still continues. To record music, yes, and actually, yeah. um, he's even, not embarrassed by this. Like, he's like, not uh, embarrassed, Bruce Willis, <laughs> right? Which, why? You know, I gotta ask why. <laughs> why aren't you embarrassed? Um, maybe be a little embarrassed just for fun. Like there are definitely parts on this album where it just sounds like the donkey from Shrek, like braying. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, maybe it's feel bad, but he, it's like he's doing a character that's a singer. You know, like yes. like like that's like Bruce Willis, <laughs> like Bruce Willis in The Return of Bruno. Yeah. But he, so he continues to do this, and he actually came out with a reggae song no. a couple years ago with guess who? Guess who? I already Sean told you, so you can't Paul? guess. No, but guess Shaggy. No. Oh, I, oh man, it was Shaggy. I, I feel like it should be like my stuff. Like, it, <laughs> I wish it was Shaggy. Actually, no, it was. Um, it was uh, Snoop Lion. <laughs> oh my god! Of course. Of why course. did I not? I know. That's why I, I thought it was that. a gimme. That, like that yeah, kind the of most one. obvious reggae artist. <laughs> yeah, Snoop Lion. Um, right up there with Maurice Mop Perry. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Wow, Snoop. I don't. I can't oh, co-sign man. that. Maurice Mop Perry. <laughs> yeah. Where, where are you, Maurice? Um, Dude, you know what? 
Never mind. I don't even want you to get into last week again. So much has happened in the last I know, week it's in, true. in the in the, the make it stop the make world. It stop Should we address universe. any of this like before it, we get into Eddie Murphy? I mean, sure. It has been a controversial week for make it stop for the stop averse. Just coined it, making it happen. Uh-huh, I like um, it. The stop averse. Uh, we we actually engaged in a dialogue with one of the members of one of the bands that we uh, pretty mercilessly. Um, took down last week on oh, our no. on our show. Um, well, you wouldn't say, oh, no, if you knew what it was, <laughs> Nanye, because it was uh, um, this band, Northern State, uh, who were three white girl rappers from uh, upper middle class backgrounds in oh, uh, Long Island in oh. 2002 who decided <laughs> it would be cute and funny to make hip hop music and did so with about as much, you know, uh, nuance and respect as you would imagine um, them to do. Right, yeah, now it all makes (laughs) sense. So we were pretty brutal. uh, We were very brutal. We gave the album negative five... uh, tanning, tanning beds, beds, tanning beds, yeah, <laughs> tanning beds out of uh, yeah, Rachel Dolezal setting <laughs> tanning beds out of uh, negative five. Um, and I did, you know, I took the radical step. I I tagged her because I tagged I, her. I did. I added her. I didn't subtweet. I added her yep. hardcore, and she responded. She took the bait, and we had an interesting conversation. I want to throw it out to you, uh, you know, Hesta Prin, if you want to be a, a guest on the show we still would welcome you we'd love to yeah we'd love to follow up we'd love to talk with you we're not we, gonna like your album suddenly. no it's bad no it's still <laughs> bad it's still bad it's definitely still we bad we appreciate the response we do uh, um i will i will just shout out though that you know 2002 wasn't like uh you know so many lifetimes ago. Well, like, look here. I don't know. I think back to who I was in 2002, and it, it was not pretty. Yeah, but, but we were 15. not 24. I was 15. I was and we not were not a women's Oberlin studies, women studies major. majors at um, Oberlin. But I will say this. I think the one thing, oh, Oberlin. the one thing with the Hesta Print thing, like a lot of people were saying it was mean, and I guess maybe it's it was a just little, one person. You know, a, a couple, or like two people said it was mean. Uh, but and a lot of people. I do were think thrilled. the one thing when I listen back to last week's episode, I don't feel bad about anything I said about the music. I do kind of feel bad for uh, maybe like crucifying Hester Prin for the for the uh, you know much like in the Scarlet Letter for the sins of the uh, <laughs> stop it <laughs> oh my god for the sins of the music industry because honestly like. If, oh, it's if not their rolled, fault they were white girls and they, they profited. If they rolled the red carpet out for <laughs> me, I would have gone all the way to, you know, like... That is... A, okay, but listen, but... It's eight, not like, her, it's Okay, but Vanilli, 16 years you know? later, you could, like, maybe say, like, you know what? You're right. Like, actually, it was, like, these were cringy, and, like, yeah. I made mistakes. Which but her response... almost got there. Nope. Didn't, but didn't go there. Like many white women, oh, <laughs> it's man. real tough to take responsibility for things when you get called out on them. But you but know, I, I do think maybe I'm worried about tagging people in the future because I feel like we're in murky uh, legality. Well, that's uh, true too. So with this podcast as it is, so stoppies out there, you know. Uh, Give us a hashtag. Yeah. Do you, uh, like the, do you like tagging the artists? Hashtag tag those bitches <laughs> or hashtag. Leave him alone. <laughs> leave Hesta alone. Leave, yes, hashtag leave Hesta alone. If anybody, yo, if that becomes a trending hashtag because of this, I will be furious. Heather, Please we have do 16 not. Twitter followers. I know, I do not care. I do not care. 
It's still it will not become a trending hashtag. I know, I know, I know. Like, let me believe. I still believe. Um, okay. So if if Eddie Murphy can believe that he can be a pop star, then I can believe <laughs> that we're going to have a viral hashtag someday, okay? All right. And I will say well, that the last so to my point, last uh the last episode was by far the most popular episode we've put out so true. far. We had over 100 downloads already. Wow. And it hasn't even been a week. That's pretty nice. Okay. I mean, that's pretty cool for a little fledgling And it, do, uh, it sounds like you're you are doing God's work with that episode, too. Thank you. You Nonya. really need to call you, those Nonya. people out. When they're acting crazy. Yes. Yeah. Talking to you, white women. Y- yes. Right? That was so. actually the entire, <laughs> it the honestly entire was the entire episode. <laughs> yeah. It was us calling out white, like toxic white, you know, feminism, like garbage, like pussy hat feminism. And, and you know, it needed to happen. And yes, it touched a nerve. Maybe I was a little bit crass and ruthless because it, you know, it cuts to the bone. Um, you know, I've certainly made plenty of mistakes. Uh, so maybe that was it. I went very hard, but I would do it again in a heartbeat. Good, good. Thanks, no yeah. I say tag. I say tag them. That's my yep, vote. Tag, yep, I'm gonna hashtag. get on Twitter tag tonight, those. and I'm gonna use that hashtag. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's it. See, and you're like you're you're ready to like y- you are famous. So that means we've we've made it. We're trending right now. Right, yeah, this is by gonna virtue. This is gonna kick it off, and I'm gonna be proven right. <laughs> um, okay, so shall we get into? Is there more context uh, for for Eddie Murphy for this album? How how could it be that was released 19? Well, we should talk a little bit about his career at that time, okay, right? right? Yeah. Because that's important. Obviously, Eddie Murphy, known for being uh, a comedian. Yeah. He's um, very famous. He's peak fame in 1985. He was, he, was one, he was one of the most famous people in the world at this yes. moment. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. up there with Michael Jackson, even. So we got to... Just take that into consideration. Yeah, it's it's kind of yeah. like Jim Carrey in like 1994, like or 96, yeah. yes. like yeah. coming out with like a like a new like a like a swing Brian Setzer orchestra type <laughs> album or something like that. Like let's just ca- <laughs> capitalize on the times. <laughs> um, or maybe it's not like. <laughs> I just think that's an, a hilarious that, image. I, I, like I'm Kevin, surprised it didn't happen. I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what like then? if Kevin Hart actually he did. Kevin Hart came out with an album. Album, but what? it was a joke album, so I don't think it actually was released. But it was called Chocolate Droppa, and he was oh, yeah. <laughs> Chocolate Droppa. He released one song wow. with uh, an R and B artist. I forget which one. But if Kevin Hart wanted to seriously make an album right now, it would be kind of like that because Kevin yeah. Hart is at that peak Eddie Murphy thing right, right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like even not, maybe not even there because Eddie Murphy was huge because he had the stand-up specials. Yes. Um, he had he was on SNL. Yeah. He had the movies, and he was super young too. He was. Yeah. And he was hot. Yeah. He was know? very hot. Oh, Kevin Hart, we're not saying you're not hot. I don't know. He, you are, if you're listening, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Look, is <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Hart Kevin hot Hart. like young Eddie Murphy was hot, though? Like, no, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't it's know. hard to compare the two. I Eddie like, Murphy, I he was on stage. He was, like, comedians were all wearing, like, this is 85. Comedians were all wearing, like, baggy brown suits. Yeah. yeah and he was true. rocking, like, unzipped fucking, like, leather well, he wanted to onesies. be pr- He wanted to be Prince <laughs> as a comedian, basically. Rawr. He wanted to be Prince as a comedian. And, and you know what? He got really friggin'... Not too close, but this is the closest he was gonna get was with this album. Yeah, <laughs> this allowed him to you know feel his wild oats and live that live that fantasy. Yeah, a lot and, of his material from the time really holds up. A lot of it really does not hold up. Yeah, no. Nope. A lot of it. A lot of uh, uh, deeply homophobic. Yeah, uh, yeah deeply homophobic. slurs. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, and he went real hard with the homophobic slurs, especially for someone who was definitely like caught uh, picking yeah. up a transgender, a transgender. Uh, prostitute. So, and it, you know, even at the time, he was always very vocal, saying that he was not a homophobe. And what? but it's so weird what? because right. the first <laughs> track of your album I know, is called "Is the F." Do you remember? Do you remember his second? Uh, do you remember his second special where he goes right into saying, yeah. "Oh, people had." a lot of trouble with me saying the F-bomb. And then he, he's like, listen, I love my fans who are homosexuals. And he just goes on and on, and it makes it worse. He kind of yeah, makes it worse. Right. Yeah. That's a definition of making it worse. That's like yeah. Hester I Prince. Mean, that was like Hester Prince's yeah. response to like being called out for, well, it was 2002, and Questlove took us on tour, so it was fine. Oh, man. <laughs> We're fine. Oh, God. That was, yo, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, no, yeah. Thank yeah. you. No, I agree. Yeah, you needed to take her down a bit. But I, I gotta say, Eddie Murphy, yeah, his material, a lot of it does not hold up, but a lot of it does. Love the it. stuff yeah. that does hold up is still taught in you know comedy courses today, and that's the thing. Uh, there's a lot of comedy being produced now where you already know, oh, this isn't going to hold up oh, right. in the future, right. but you know that person is still going to be taught. Uh, like people are going to teach their kids about that comedian or. Right. So on and so forth. I got bored halfway through speaking. I don't You were great. No, <laughs> no, no, that's crazy. Was great. How, it's crazy it's good how to have the pendulum swings on this stuff too. Like yeah. even stuff, you know, shit that was fine, you know, six, seven years ago is Yeah. It's good. It's all it's good. It's yeah. It is good. And the only people who are upset about it are people who aren't fucking creative enough to like roll with the punches right. and be like, oh wait, I guess I can't just fucking call women bitches anymore because it's fucking boring and we're over it. Like, you know, well, don't have any other material. I'll blame women. Like fucking lame. It's good to have a real comedian here with, you know, your your own perspective of that. I mean, do you ever worry about that with like shit that you've done you're good right i don't have (laughs) like any really problematic stuff i had one joke that uh referenced um like world war ii and like slavery and like comparing the two i don't really tell it anymore because you don't want half the crowd to be bummed out by one of your jokes Mm. even if they're laughing you don't want them to be like sad about it when they leave because that's not the point of a comedy show you want people to leave happy (laughs) right and excited about your saying and i and i still tackle social issues but i make sure to do it in a way that's funny <laughs> and you know there's no argument to it being funny <laughs> instead, of like, instead of just like crass and trying to hurt people's feelings so right yeah. so i think it's like the general don't be a dick yeah kind don't of be a dick. rule applies um and I you were kind of crass and hurt people's feelings on this show though. <laughs> but are we funny about it yes, yes. You're so funny. Does it, and are we punching up or punching down i would say punching, we're punching, punching up, up which is okay what you need to do. Exactly. that's the whole thing we're punching at the oppressors come on we, we we've talked we've talked about this actually this is the first we were saying last week because so many of these albums that we've reviewed so far it's just it's like white nonsense the show every single album that we've done it's because like it's like a white person who has never been told no in their life and they decided like <laughs> this is my time you know like we've had to um, say it so many we've had to talk about it so many times i feel like at this point we should just have a siren we play on the show um but this is actually this is not that because this is the first time we were actually reviewing an, an album by a person of color well um, but there was mostly the the white nonsense was being inhaled through everybody's nasal yeah. cavities throughout the well, uh, <laughs> well i have to say though heather it, it, it's not white nonsense 
But it is nonsense of someone who was not being told no at this time. Yes. Yes, yes exactly. A hundred percent. That right. common thread continues. Yes. That common thread continues. Yes, exactly. Um, so should we, is, is it is it time for us to get into it? Should we get I into think, the songs? I think we should get into it. We got to right. pull the band-aid off. It's really, I, it hurts. <laughs> we got to do it. All right. We're going to start it off nice, nice and smooth. You know, it's really... You can't. You don't have much to complain about here, right? Yeah. This right? one was written by Stevie Wonder, so that gives you an idea. All right. So. Aw, he loves us. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Do so, I? Will somebody just tell him? <laughs> we do. do. We uh, we do love you. Uh, we do love you, Eddie. This song was very underrated on this album. I have to say this. This should have been underrated. It should have been the number one hit. There was a number one this hit on one? this album. I feel like it was pretty good. I think it was okay. It should have been up there in the top this, 10 billboard. Uh, come on. I, the I opening chords of this sound like a promotional video for a retirement community. Yeah, like, I'm, is, so, I'm so sorry. I but mean, like, I'm not going to go ahead and agree with you there and just give you the okay, okay. 85 was a weird time for synths exactly. in general. Uh, there are lots of twang on this. Lots of derriere. Yep. It's like when you jump on a trampoline in a video game. That's kind of what the song sounds like. Yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the songs on this actually sound like video game soundtrack music. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say uh, this would be a PKs. good song in like a in like a PC RPG that you run through DOS. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, I, I mean, know what you're saying. Someone I, out there gets I feel, it. I get yeah, it. I'm sure. I, I it sounds yeah, it definitely sounds like something off of like a VHS tape, like you know, sizzling so, spreadsheets and you. So, so we're gonna revisit this song after we listen to the rest, and then let's let's. Get your opinion that then, because you have to listen to the, how bad the rest of these songs are. Yeah. Because this honestly was well, no, one I of think, the best ones. I think this would be a good, like Stevie Wonder wrote this, I think it would be a good Stevie Wonder song. That's I just, true. Yeah. I just don't know, I just don't think that Eddie Murphy has the pipes to pull it off. He does not. I actually, right. and then uh, the weird thing about this like song is, I don't know. Like, it's like if Beyonce wrote a song for me. Like, sorry, Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not gonna do this justice. Yeah, so. no. <laughs> but I'll do it anyway. The Eddie Murphy story. <laughs> it's just, I, it's, it's weird, especially for Eddie Murphy, who like you know had all the homophobic jokes at the time. Like, how much this sounds like Culture Club. Oh. Like, I kind of feel like it's weird that this song. It's Eddie Murphy, but it sounds like Blue Eyed Soul. You're right, actually. You know I mean? It's more with the falsetto and the like, you know. Yeah, it's more Hall and Oates than. Are you saying it's gay? <laughs> in his defense, in his defense, most m- music in 1985 sounded like Hall and Oates. Yeah. So that's Hall and Oates was the gold standard. That was the gold standard. <laughs> Them and Michael Jackson. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there's some other "Want to Be Michael Jackson" stuff on this album too. Oh yeah. Oh, a lot of that. Like yeah, that's what I wrote. I was the... like, he tried to go there with the f- falsetto, but I don't, I don't know where he was trying to go and whatever <laughs> it was, he didn't get there. So, you know, MJ, he's not. But nope. He, it, it's not like his voice is terrible, but it, it's not like committed in any way. Yeah. It's not lukewarm. It's definitely pretty tepid. Um, 
and pretty pitchy, especially in the later verse. He's oh, yeah. just kind of like, uh, you know, he, he pitchiness is a problem throughout. Throughout, as yeah. we're gonna see, definitely. Oh, and in that clip, we heard one of, like the first of several, like just you know, half-assed vocal runs that you're gonna hear over the course of this album. Yeah, just the the a lot of like every, the last chorus of every song always has a lot of him being like. <laughs> yeah, he tries, man. He tries. Um, it's it's not good. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I agree with Nonya that like maybe I mean it's not it's not the worst it's not the song worst on the album, right? That's for sure. it. It, do, it goes downhill from here. Oh yeah, it's true. <laughs> Speaking of which, All right, <laughs> should, yeah. do we? This, yeah. this next one. This is uh, this was written by. Yeah. Mr. Eddie Murphy himself. He didn't. He didn't have any no help. help on it. See if you uh, can can tell. Me too, like, me too. Why are you just yelling about poop? Like nobody, <laughs> nobody needs that. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, where do we start? I, I let's start at the keyboard line that is absolutely like a a Casio kids keyboard like preset yes. that I used to use when I was like trying to be a, yeah, pretend so, like co- you know like dressing up as a musician when I was six. When you go to the demo section of your Casio, yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Oh my, oh my god! So the only note I took about this was I just wrote down the word weird. That's, that's like yes, the only thing. it is weird. It is it's, really weird. It's such a weird. The titles weird. also like the songs weird. <laughs> the lyrics are fucking weird. weird. There's like there's a lyric I wrote down that's just I've listened and I've watched with eyes. Oh, <laughs> like, who says what? that? <laughs> who says that? Uh, I wrote, I've listened listen and eyes. I've watched with eyes and I've observed the question why is very very often used. So this is uh, that's what? a lyric that shows how much cocaine Mr. <laughs> Eddie Murphy was doing at the time i God. think that yeah. definitely should we start like as an artistic choice like doing the drugs that the artists that we are oh, reviewing maybe. we maybe should yeah uh don't come here should uh, we get fucking yayed up before every 80s album that we do yes i well, would love to make Stoppies, it, yeah, make it <laughs> yeah make it stop will quickly turn into like actually please stop the intervention episode <laughs> Eventually, like if we if we do enough cocaine, we will make one of these albums and have to review oh. it. Oh my for god! Another episode after for we sure. sobered up. We'll, have, we'll approach singularity. We'll come full circle. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's actually you, true. <laughs> did you notice like one of the lines in the chorus is "We're gonna keep passing go," like a Monopoly reference? Yep, yep, yep. I, have you ever done coke and played Monopoly? It's, it's not the fun. Worst. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, Not fun. <laughs> I made a really bad Monopoly joke in my notes. I'm just going to say it. Say it. Oh, God. Cut this out. I said if this song was a Monopoly community chess card, it would be URSS Street Repairs. Oh. 
Okay, that's super. Inside oh well, baseball. I'm definitely. I mean, I'm the one. I'm the one who does the uh, editing here, and I guarantee you, I'm not cutting that out. I'm just Let's choose the worst card. You got to pay what, fifteen bucks for uh, per house and one hundred fifteen bucks per hotel. I don't. When you get that remember. fucking card, oh my god, I don't worst. Stop. It's the worst. Capitalism, wow. the game. I love the game of life. That was my favorite. I always used to. I was like real ahead of my time. Because uh, I was like maybe five years old playing, and I was like, I want a wife. I want a I wife. Want yeah, a exactly. Or I want to be the husband. That was oh, that was fun, ooh, that's a right? Good too. Right. Or just two husbands. There's only blue and pink, though. We all yeah. know in the world. I think Eddie Murphy would agree, right? Oh man. Ooh, <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Just kidding. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. This this song. <laughs> First of all, why are you spelling out C O N? Confused. Yeah. Structurally. Too, like, like what is happening? It's, kinda, it's a lot of it's a lot of him just saying that over and over again. It is. Yep. And the, the melodies are weird. Yeah, it's a weird song. It's weird. Everything about it is real weird. It's weird for the '80s too. It doesn't really sound like a song that should have gone on an album in the '80s. Yeah, no, it's it like a bad a fucking karaoke machine. Yeah, it's like a bad kids TV show like sing along. <laughs> But that's like an insult to bad kids TV shows because there's some really good ones from the 80s that are like I feel like this funny. is the song that Eddie Murphy fought for on the album. Yeah. I feel like yeah, this is the he, one. He, he's like, I really need caca confused <laughs> <laughs> on the album. The I live and die by C-O-N yeah. confused. All right. All these like Jimmy Buffett, like, cloop, 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 you know, like uh, fake xylophone uh, synths. Yeah. It's sensational. It was a weird time for synths. It's, I mean, like, people it, love again, synths. It was a weird time for music. But yeah. at the same time as this, you had the Ghostbusters synth, which Bust was great. It makes me feel good. Nothing comes close to that on this album. No. Actually, you know what? Maybe, Actually, maybe I disagree. Track. I disagree. I think there are two tracks. Oh, where, we're, we're gonna get oh, to we'll those. Get to, we'll yeah, get to we'll get to we'll them. Um, I I also said just layering multiple pitchy off key vocal <laughs> la- lines does not magically make a single good vocal track. Like you can't just throw like, well, let's just double it up. All right, let's quadruple it up. Well, let's you know quintuple yeah, it, it up. It just becomes a round of are we like cult leaders? Like They're hypnotized. We're hypnotized. Um, that was actually great. <laughs> we, maybe we should start a band. Wait, can we all actually? All right, we cut, start cut a the episode. Band. Yeah. <laughs> Just give me the lines. Give me the lines. All right. Just give me the lines. I'm going to make yeah. a reggae. Oh, no. Well, well actually, oh, okay. well, we're not going to do no, that. We'll have no legs to stand no on. No legs to stand on. Stand on. <laughs> Esther Print, she'll get the one up on her. Esther Print will be cackling all the Mott way. Even Maurice will get up on her. I realize what we were arguing about is Maurice Mott Perry like a black or white guy. It really doesn't matter because no matter what, he's doing a fake patois, which is not cool uh, either way. Mm. Anyway, back to this album. <laughs> yeah, back to this album. There are no fake patois on this album, I think. This is good. As far as we know. I don't, I... From what I can tell. <laughs> yeah. From what I can tell. So if you far. play it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Murphy does a fake patois. If you play C O N confused backwards. Oh no! Rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. Oh, oh yeah, R I P. Missy Butch. Thanks for the comedy. I laughed so hard stories. I needed my inhaler. Oh man, I have my inhaler with me too. God bless you. Yeah. Asthmatic. I'm an asthmatic uh, singer and rapper and uh, wrestler. 
I, I literally oh, and that's that's it's honestly why my fanny pack is a part of my <laughs> is a part of my wardrobe because I got my inhaler <laughs> at any moment. Oh, I was man. thinking we could like bling. I've always wanted to like bling out an inhaler and like wear it like a like a cool necklace. Should we do that? No, that's a good idea. Okay, great. I actually I always <laughs> like, have asthma attacks on. Um, oh Jesus! On stage. Oh my god! I've had like, that happen. That's a nightmare. When I'm hosting, like I'll get too into like being jazzed about the show. Oh my god! I'm like I'm so hyped for the show, and then I will straight up. I've had two asthma attacks on stage. One of my Holy Oberon shit. Oberon show, uh, Will too. Smith, the comedy variety show. I had an asthma attack to start the show. And I, but it, it was okay because we had a lot of production leading up to that. So oh I, I just was like, oh, I had an asthma attack. Let's just keep the show rolling. Oh, I was going to say, did people think it was a bit? They, I think they did because they were laughing at first. <laughs> and so I was able to feed off that. I was like, yeah, ha, ha, asthma. <laughs> nothing, nothing more hilarious than not being able to breathe and having to be hospitalized. Oh, my God. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> yeah, no. It's bad. But, but I, God bless you. comedy for you. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> you peeking behind the curtain. <laughs> um, all right, so we're <laughs> should we should we uh, keep it going to yeah, the next yes, one? We gotta keep on. going. This next one, <laughs> the writers. There are a few writers here. We have Rick James, Eddie Murphy, Hamilton. Uh, those are the three. Those are the three writers. Hamilton. Ha- Hamilton? Hamilton. Hamilton. I think that's the guy uh, that <laughs> did that one knockoff Michael Jackson song, right? Oh, wait. No, I don't. That's not him. I have no idea oh, okay. what you're talking about. Wait, right, what? Fine. Wait, no, you're talking about. You're talking about the guy who did Somebody's Watching Me? Yeah, is that Hamilton? No, that's Hamilton? No, no, that's not. No, no. I'm gonna feel like somebody's watching me. Wait, hold on, hold All right, on. hey, play the song Actually, and then we'll Google I just it, got right? a great idea while we were just singing that. Um, if anybody tries to sue us, we'll just sing the songs. <laughs> you could. We'll just you sing could. the clips. You, you two are See pretty good at harmonizing. I, like, I feel like Prince's estate could still bring successful litigation against us just for singing the songs yeah. for 15 hey, seconds. Hey, listen, I'm I'm like almost prepared to spend okay, $500 because... on a ticket to Paisley Park for his like birthday celebration this Ooh. year. So like, he better not. No, it was Rockwell. Rockwell. Another, yeah, another Rockwell. random okay. like. Yeah, that's super random. Like, like white guy. <laughs> government name super white government name <laughs> so that's why i was confused yeah no i understand why you would think you that okay confused. see you guys all right oh all right, my right. god let's, all right this is this. ridiculous um we're gonna play this next song is called how could it be that you don't This is another really weird song. Can we talk about it? It's real weird. That was my one note about this song. Uh, How could it be that I don't love you anymore? Maybe because you're coked up in the studio writing nonsense, Eddie Murphy. Maybe that's why. I don't know. This is the soundtrack to so many 80s divorces. Uh, I thought it was the soundtrack to like a soap opera. Yes. Oh Oh my God. I wrote that for now. Oh my God. Stop. (laughs) No, I said, really? Did you you say that? I did. Heather, mind meld. Stop it. No, actually, I said for this one, I think it was another one that I said, uh, I said, 
what you just said, which I immediately <laughs> forgot. This one says, fuck, fuck. I, I hit the vape. Um, I said, the arrangement on this song sounds like straight up hold music. And oh, then, yeah. and then how could it be indeed, Eddie? How could it be you go from calling people F word slurs to singing a song that feels like it's played on repeat in a nursing home? <laughs> Wait, actually, you know what this song really sounds like if you speed it up? Um, can you play the clip again? I want to do it over it. Okay. Is that possible or will we get in trouble? Oh, no. We're, well, what, who cares? All right, ready? Yes. Oh my god, you're right. This is All right. All right. full house. It's full house. <laughs> we made that it. Was really full circle. On that. that was <laughs> Yeah, okay. we're not allowed to you're not allowed to critique Eddie Murphy's pitch for the Look. rest of the night. Guys. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. I I mean the reality is you need, yeah. Uh, Eddie Murphy and your vocal skills are not ready to hold this ballad together. That is just no. not we're not ready for it. No, we're Eddie not prepared. Murphy's vocals really can't hold any of this together. Is the is the uh, problem with the whole thing. I feel like bad. I feel like if 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 um Rick James and and all these songwriters just like wrote this for themselves. Themselves, yeah. it'd, it'd be great. It would. It's true. It honestly, would have been a great if Stevie Wonder and Rick James got together for a collaboration album and used these oh. same songs. I would be here for it. I really oh would. Oh my god! Why didn't that? I don't know. I mean, what? this is the closest we're gonna get to that. I guess it is. <laughs> I was saying, like, you would think that huffing the mountains of cocaine that were clearly the foundation and inspiration for this album would make <laughs> for more exciting music. Like, it's actually very boring yeah. considering. Yeah. Really. How could you be? It's like we are the world, it but, be? but like meets be? fucking party all the time. Like I don't, I yeah. don't know. What are we doing? I don't know. This I'm, album should have just been called Party All the Time, featuring Party All the Time, and every single song in the album should have been Party All the Time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll, I can't wait to fucking talk about I Party know, All I the know. Time. I know. That That's one, true. his live performance. Okay, we can't talk about it yet. Listen. Yeah. All, right. All right. So now we are going to get into the next song on this uh, album. Uh, I Wish I Could Tell You When. Not the only apocalyptic uh love ballad <laughs> on this album. Uh, perhaps the most prominent. Here we go. That is crazy. <laughs> what was he even saying, though? Uh, the, okay. The, the thing that makes me the most sad is that you know this like would have been the banger in the 80s, though. Like People no. probably... No. I swear to you, this had to have been pretty high up there on the billboard because it's like such a, it's like such an 80s It was, for some reason, 50, 50s, like... Revival shit Do-wop. was hot in the eighties. It was you know, like the yeah the temptation. This, this and, is like the temptations under the boardwalk. Uh, also like wham like uh oh like yeah before Jada you go go yeah yeah I got yep. the Jada that's you know all soul. that yep yeah yep. same that's, type of deal. That's very true. I'm telling you, it's the return of the return of Bruno. <laughs> 
And also the return of Bruno was actually foretelling the future of Bruno Mars. Oh, for, <laughs> for sure. Which, once again, a Make It Stop album is actually uh, revolutionary. For t- possibly, possibly. I don't know. This may, this is no Farrah Abraham. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I this song, first of all, I can't believe it's even less in key than any of the other uh, songs. So pitchy. That's yeah. wild. And then it's just, it's like a very peppy song about like imminent apocalypse yes you know the whole it song is, is like it's there's the first of several references to the end days on this yeah, album yeah yeah the end of times I was he really days. was he really hanging out with prince and doing like the jehovah's witness thing is that was or if you smoked that much coke you would be talking about the end days do you remember that buster rhymes album in 2000 and I think one when disaster strikes I think so and he was only talking about the world extinction oh no it was was actually in 98 because he was talking about how 2000 was going to be the end of days I think he had like three albums in a row that were like that theme oh that's true but he was doing lots of coke we know this now (laughs) so I feel yeah like we know this now we knew it back then too because it was very obvious but I feel like with Eddie Murphy that's why we're getting that that theme because of the piles of cocaine once again that were on the table while he was recording well and also you know this came out in when 1985 86 yeah. okay so like the lyrics here are kind of you know telling <laughs> there's a quote you know there's something that somebody should try to do that's become the head russian and the u.s president too the head russian and, and put uh, wait, a, and, wait yep that's the head Ru- yep, he didn't he couldn't even look up nope that is called the like the czar. The czar, yes, is the word you're looking for. And put a stop to all the talk about the bombs up in the sky. I think we're all gonna fry. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that is very peppy. That little yeah, yeah at the end is, is crazy. And then followed by let's pray to Allah, pray to Allah, which we just heard in that little clip. Bop, bop, shiwada, wada, big, big brother. Ooh, wah, ooh, wah, ooh, wah, shasha, skibbity, ah, yeah. Wow, I think Allah has never had a more beautiful <laughs> prayer to him than scop, scop, skiddly, boo I gotta say. <laughs> that Allah is beautiful. is thrilled. Oh, wow. So psyched. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I can identify with the like feeling of impending apocalypse, but I don't know if I would be like hearkening back to like the, the sock hop 50s if I was gonna oh, exactly. try to do that, you know? Like, uh, I can't, I can't believe this song. I know. Are, are you trying to like, like? You're trying to like make sense of it right now. There's parts of this album where I'm like, almost like, oh yeah, it's nice. Like do I, do I? You know, like yeah, there's little this... things you get stuck in your head, and then I think about, I wish I could tell you when. And I just can't believe it. It brings it, it, brings it all the way back down. This is, the highs and lows of this album are insane. Uh, it's insane. Just like a cocaine rush. Exactly. <laughs> and the inevitable uh, crashing fall. Um, Speaking of which, yeah. <laughs> going you know from this fucking Tra- weird are, are ass... We- there's Toe not tapping, much. knee slapping, <laughs> do little, little ditty about uh, Allah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, whether or not you're going to go to heaven or hell. Yeah. Uh, this next do. song is uh, actually one of the greatest songs. Yes, of all time. and that one was this is a Rick James. What? A Rick James one. This one was written. Yes, by Rick James. this yes. was hundred percent Rick James, yeah. and the only song in the album that was produced by Rick James. Right. Oh. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. The other ones were produced and this by. Is the, this is the single. This Steve is the one Wonders everyone cousin. knows. Yeah. 
and it and for good reason. Yeah, Let's hear it. Let's okay. listen to it. Let's get into it. Let's party all the time. Party all the time. <laughs> Yeah, so we uh, could do that forever. You really the could. Best. So, did you guys see the MTV performance he did for, um, at the VMAs? This no. song. No. It was. No. It was pretty special. And he just ran up and down the aisles, kind of like Designer did at the BET Awards, scaring everybody, <laughs> singing party all the time. But people were into it. People loved this song. Like celebrities even love this I, song. I love it this was, song. It's a great song. But. We have to argue at the end because we're gonna hear we're gonna hear one more that actually is pretty great. We gotta we gotta argue if this song is the better song or if that one is. But I will leave it up. I mean, yeah. this you can we can leave it up. I'm casting my vote right now. Party all the time <laughs> is not only is the best song in this album, it's the best song we've ever listened to on this podcast. Oh, wow. I feel like probably, I gotta say, actually, I know the history. Of course, I was familiar with this song. Everyone knows this song, but I hadn't listened to it really since like high school, probably. And I feel like in high school, I was like brainwashed by VH1's "I Love the '80s" to think that this song was bad. Right? And yeah, this was this. I I do agree that this like song was like wicked, unfairly maligned. Like I think it was yeah, 2004. I wrote this down. VH1 and Blender voted "Party All the Time" number seven among the 50 worst songs of all time. That's like, actually dope. That's what crazy. the fuck are you talking about? It's I can dope. literally name you seven songs that we've listened to in the past, like. Months that are so much worse than that. Uh, this is actually it was a very good song, and they can't. It was a number one hit, so I mean, not that doesn't say much. There are some number one hits that definitely should have never been, but this was a great song. It really you can't was. take this away from him. No. There are so many no. things I love about this song. First of all, it's basically a Rick James song, like featuring Eddie Murphy on vocals. You know, That's like, true. It's so essentially Rick James. It's got that energy, that dark. He's in the music video too. Energy. Yeah, he's sweaty and and looking great in the music video. It's just yeah. all of them is the music video is just them video like recording the song, right? Yeah. That's that like the whole thing. Diamonds on your finger. Yeah. Oh Can my we God, listen I to love... it one more time? Yes. <laughs> yes. Right, I'm, yeah. All absolutely. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. That's so good. The sensor grid, so good. the electric so organ good. that comes in for the chorus. I don't know. It's so it's this guys. Party it, all the time. It's a good I'm song. gonna give this this is affecting my rating, just this one song. Wow. The rest of this album is can you know, fuck off for me, but Wow. Party all the time. Wow. All the time. Okay. I you know, I would say this definitely the song definitely plays to his strengths. It's the song that uh, you know, has it's the right key. It's right. Well, it's the range that works for Eddie. Yeah. Just yes, two notes, just one well. or two notes, and that's it. Like, na, 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 na. I mean, that's even too many. Like, uh, he's really just he's oscillating between two notes, and that's good. And just some helpful background harmonizing, and you're good to go. Like, he's he's it's definitely playing up to that. And you know, he's got that high whiny falsetto, but in this case, it kind of works. I mean, it's it's definitely a staple of Coke anthem. Is that is that falsetto? But I'm here. I'm here for it. It's a good Coke anthem. It's a really good Coke anthem. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that um, volley of commentary. I yeah, really appreciate we, it. We agree. We agree. Finger. Diamonds <laughs> on your finger. All right. So the next song it, it makes me sad after listening to that beautiful song. It, first of all, let's just talk about the title. The title of the song, <laughs> Dub. I, me, us, we. Yeah, what? 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 I don't like well, any. That's like that's like when Miley Cyrus did like we win things we they don't run we. I don't even know what that is, and I'm happy. You, oh I my don't. god, really? I'm happy. I don't know what that is. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of white people that need to be called the fuck out, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm adding you, Miley. Yeah. What that from that song? The la da dee da dee. We like to party. Oh yeah. Oh, I think Miley. I know that song. Yeah. yeah. She Fair goes, enough. we run things they don't run we. Oh, that's ew. right. It's horrible. Anyway, sorry. So this this song was actually. Oh, are we going? What is? What's up? What are you doing? We're what's doing I, Me, Us, We, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it was written by the same people who wrote I Wish, with Eddie Murphy, Rick James, and David Allen. Shame okay. on you, David Allen. <laughs> A pox upon your house, yeah. David Allen. Can I, can I say that I hate songs that have commas in them? Oh yeah, song titles. It does this even have a comma in it? It, it has does. three. Yeah, I, me, us, we. I, comma, uh, me, comma, us, comma, we. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> I, me, us, we. <laughs> it's a good chant that he gets going there. Little call and response. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be like his attempt at a gospel song, right? Like oh, this is the is one that, that where he like talks about the good Lord and like the oh, yeah. and it's yeah. Like since when was like Eddie Murphy like trying to do the sister act? Like it sounds this is like when DMX <laughs> claims to like be going. I'm gonna release a gospel album. Oh, All right, man. DMX. <laughs> hey, it has a lot of prayers on it. The DMX one with the gospel one. That's. There's a lot of prayers. So this this sounds like if Huey Lewis was trying to release a gospel album. That doesn't this sound like that? I mean, it sounds like a song that Bruno Mars would rip off. It does. It does sound like something Bruno Mars would do for sure, and then get like 17 Grammys, even though it's trash. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I was I was also comparing it to like other artists of the era. Like it was kind of like my Sharona at the beginning, oh, yeah, and a little like I love rock and roll with the boom. <laughs> <laughs> and like he's got a little twang in his voice there's so much twang on there's this album. way too much yeah they, they, yeah it's a little i love rock and roll meets country line dancing like this, why is he trying to do everything exactly, in this album that's, that's the problem this yeah this is emblematic it's, of the overall all issue here all the time it's everything that was going on at this time in 1985 yeah, it's He's like one of those like doing everything. It's, it's like doing one of those freaking like old country buffets where you have like you know Italian food over here and then like clam chowder over here for some reason and then like a chicken wing bar. Maybe actually that sounds delicious. Yeah. I take it back. Is this place? I don't With know. A lobster, like a lobster roll, yeah, yeah pie right, or whatever. And all of it's very mediocre. <laughs> like but you're Italy. trying to do you're trying to do everything, and it, it in doing so you do too much poorly where I, like if you just stuck to party all the time oh yeah he should have just done again. a bunch of party at all times <laughs> it should have just been him and rick james locked in a studio together for six With the months right amount of coke like a titrated yeah. a titrated coke dose yeah like put like in like a, a little hamster uh of water, water bottle, yeah. bottle thing. <laughs> you can control the flow of it <laughs> 
Um, yeah, it's it's not good. No, it's not good. Mm-hmm. Party all the time is so good though. But Party this all is time. so yeah. This oh, is so, I mean, us we is yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Sorry, actually. yeah. This is really not. And good. do I isn't terrible. I I'm still going. Back. You're still going hard for do I? <laughs> I'm going hard for I, do I? Do I? There's good things about do I. Right? There's some good things about it. All right, we got it. So what makes what makes this song seem great in comparison is the next song, which is an Eddie Murphy solo once again. Uh, oh, God. My God oh. is colorblind. Already problematic with the God. title. Already a Good problem. Good thing I'm an atheist. <laughs> okay, so let's, we gotta just, we gotta. All right, here we go. There's, there were so many options from this one. This is just, just a taste. Can we talk about the lyrics? Uh, yeah. Yes, I, I, I do have, have. I definitely have some lyrics here. That okay, we, can... we have to talk about this. It's real. It's a problem. This it, from that one clip, you don't even understand what a problem this is. Well, but, I mean, let's start with the title. Yes. So why, right. do, why don't we start there? All right. My God is colorblind. This is something that Kim Kardashian would say. This is something uh, <laughs> it <would> like, be... <laughs> a hashtag. A, like a white feminist would say when she gets called Has out to print. for, yeah, for <laughs> having the cornrows. This is something like, so right off the bat, I'm like, all right, he's a black man. He can't be going there. I was wrong. If you read the lyrics, he absolutely was going there. Yeah. Okay, okay, so the first line, Just let's just read the yes. first so yeah. once upon a time, a little girl fell in love. Oh, 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 with a boy whose eyes were brown. Her eyes were blue. Could've... Oh, oh, rhymes with the blue, by the way. First, of all. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's just start off. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh. Maybe it was an ooh ooh, and like the transcription is blue, off. Blue, yeah, blue, blue. <laughs> Could have had a good love affair, but his skin was brown too. So first of all, a little, we're talking about little girls having love affairs, yeah. and that is something little white girls never do. Because it makes her parents blue. Okay, I I have a lot to say. Oh my god! I have a ton to say, and we're gonna actually shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I have a ton to say. The floor. (laughs) So uh, I don't know if you know that much about uh, 1985 Eddie Murphy. He was married to a black woman with green eyes. Now. Eddie Murphy is married to a blonde white woman, but they were, he was married to that first black woman with green eyes for like 20 years. So they were married for like 10 more years after that. Um, And so this for me feels like he was preparing for his future where he was going to leave his black wife for his white wife. Mm. And this is just knowing what we, even knowing what we knew back then, I was just born when this came out. So like, obviously I didn't know much, but if I were an adult back then, this would still be a problem to me. Cause I'd be like, Hey, yes. you have a black wife that does not have the eyes you're talking about in this song. Yeah. What's happening. And then now he is married to that white woman with the blue eyes. And I'm like, how much self hatred, uh, black self loathing is going through his head right now. And, and it's not just because he wants an interracial relationship. It's the way he's framing it. Like right. it's a fairy right. tale. Like it's something like a fair, to exactly. seek out. Yeah, yeah like it, exactly. That's like it's something somehow transcendent. Yeah, that like, makes you better as right. a black person. Right. And that's a problem. This song should have never been on this album. But then you have people on cocaine being like, yeah, that's a great idea. So then you end up with some weird racial bullshit from Eddie Murphy. 
yeah. yeah, it was just And weird. it's him, he's trying to, he's trying to get political on the song. Uh, oh, yeah, it's just true. weird to start it out that way, you know? Right. Because he does get more political. Like, there are other lyrics that uh, the two of you pointed out to me that make it more okay. Well, yeah, like it's not, not necessarily about, like, okay. Yeah, they talk. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, yeah, like this is really it's so painful because they really they talk about like he's talking about a lot of things here that are actually really important, like the like integration and the backlash to integration, busing, you know, the stigma of interracial relationships. He's talking about Malcolm X and like Bobby Seale and the Black Panthers and like Cointelpro taking them out. They use the very classy like gunshot like sound (laughs) effect to to really indicate. But like if you know the story. Like, that's the FBI did conspire to murder, you know, the Black Panther leader. Yeah. So there's some seriously political shit in this song. But yeah. then it's just start, it's just coded yeah. in these endless layers of syrupy garbage yeah. and like really, really like God awful so my, music. My question to the two of you, would you think because I I'm thinking now that maybe it would have been an OK song if that first part wasn't in it that oh, first yeah. part about the fairy tale of like being with a white woman and how uh that's something to achieve if that wasn't well, in there and if the name wasn't good. if the title oh, yeah. wasn't my god yeah, is colorblind the whole, thing, the whole thing with the hook saying my god is colorblind like all this stuff you can be a friend of mine i don't uh, ever judge people yeah, we're all different colors thing, like, but if i cut you you'll bleed which i think is kind of a nice <laughs> little, I mean, little threat so, <laughs> like, so the the title of the song wouldn't have upset me as much if the first few lines of the song weren't that. Yeah. I must say, because saying that God is colorblind as a black person has a different connotation as saying it as a white person until those first few lines. And then right. you're like, oh, he means it kind of in the same way a problematic white person would be saying Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then at the end, and, and more like problematic, like religious shit is like he basically says like, you know, the Lord was coming to take his chosen few and he's not going to take the racist. Like, I'm going. So like, okay, cool. <laughs> like yeah, the solution so to like weird. racism and, like, and the cure for ignorance is just like dying and hanging yeah. out with God. Is, 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 you're gonna go to hell. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, that's how you cure racism is is the same like is oh just tell them they're gonna go to hell. Right. Yeah, which clearly right. doesn't work because they all this, love God. This like, is the all this is the all do. lives matter of songs. <laughs> yeah, it honestly is. It was ahead of its time. Let's zero. <laughs> what? But but now it's all behind what its time should be. So how does that end up working out? People who are still saying all lives matter right now are <laughs> that's true. That's definitely true. behind the times. Yeah. There is it, it, there is a weird time like uh, or like space time continuum like loop. R- yeah, rip yeah. in this story. Like this whole album. Like you have the you have the country line dancing. <laughs> you have like the super super processed synths. You have the like temptation style. Like who will and then you have like the coke anthems. Like what is this album? What is it trying to be? Besides everything. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I'm getting very uh, Justin Timberlake, Man of the Woods happening in this album. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that is definitely going to be a future album. And I got to say, no, yeah, you have been such an incredible guest. You know, if you if you feel like maybe we can get like a round table of like folks. I mean, we can we can really have some fun. I think it came out. But we're just assuming it's going to be. Oh, it's very bad. I I already know like just from listening to a few songs myself and then having people review it for me. Okay. That it's just, it's elevator music. Because the singles are... called. 
it's, really bad. Yeah. It, it's just, yeah, it's just Justin, Justin Timberlake fantasizing being the brawny paper towel guy, basically. Totally. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's trying to cater to white America, I think. Is that what it is? I, is I don't even white know. Album? Like white white Americans that like live like in him. that live in the forest, <laughs> that live in the forest as wood yeah. nymphs. Like, I don't fucking know, but it's, it's definitely it's bad. Bizarre. Maybe his wife made him do this. Yeah, we she d- strikes me as the type that would like this. <laughs> Guys, I, it's actually it's overwhelming to me to think about how much bad music there is in the fucking there's, world. There's a lot of bad. There's music so right many. Now. We have the next like two months out, like th- two or three months, like booked with people coming into like this is all we listen to now. Like yeah. this is all this we is do. Lives. This is our oh, lives. This is what music is now. <laughs> and it, you're right. There's an endless supply of this, Heather. This is this this show will go forever. We're losing our minds. Next time we tag someone Broken Side, episode 50, when we oh review All Grown Up, it's oh. going to happen soon. It's going to right. happen this year. Yeah, and I'm I'm ready for it's it. It's crazy. What a life. All right, so this is the last song. Another Stevie Wonder yep. written song. Everything's Coming Roses. And I have to say, yep. this one is that, that sauce. That This is like that yep. banger. All right? I'm with it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. This should have oh been. Oh my god! Yeah, maybe this was like the first single. Then party all the time could have like kept it going with the second single. That could have been cool. I, that song is awesome. It's great. It's great. I mean, it's it's. I guess it's not awesome, but like I have been like worn down. <laughs> like I my my defenses are weak. I I I did note that the beginning of the song is like doop 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 doop. You know, and it, it sounds really, like the Super Adventure Island soundtrack. I, <laughs> it's more great video game music. I said it started out like a Wendy's employee training tape. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> like it does seen, sound like really exciting. Have you seen the, yes. the the training video with the raps in it? Yes, that's oh what it God. sounds like. Yeah, becomes chili me. <laughs> Wait, can I just can I just point something out to the two of you though? This is the same year that the Super Bowl Shuffle was like a number one hit. Yeah, so, like, actually, actually, right. hold on, hold on. Actually, Heather. I'm so glad you mentioned that because a Queel Fudge, who again, best name in the business, hands down, who is Stevie Wonder's cousin, who produced uh, a lot of the songs on this album. He produced the whole album. Everything besides Party All the Time. Wow. He actually produced a song uh, with the Washington Red. Skins that was an answer to the Super Bowl shuffle uh, called Thanks to the Twelfth wow. Man, yeah. which I'm actually going to play just a okay. little clip from right here. This so this treat. is a little special special treat, and it's it's the exact same this friggin' thing. This is the same thing. people who brought you Eddie Murphy, How Could It Be? Yes. <laughs> brought you this. That's the only other thing that a quill Holy fudge shit. is known for. Yeah, I looked up the discogs and that's all it was. That was it. Wow. That it was, was it. that and That makes a Super Bowl shuffle seem <laughs> amazing in comparison. God, yeah, I wish wow. I w- um 
I mean, this this song coming up roses. It definitely sounds like a Morris Day, like at least a it C, a, like a C or D side. You know, we're yeah. not quite on yeah. the B side. I mean, I like it. I think they used it at the end of um, what was, what was the film that came out, like the Eddie Murphy movie that came out, Beverly Hills. Cop. Yeah, I think they used it the song at the end of that. Because I, I remember it as a kid. Roses. Yeah, it was good. I, it, well, I found it was all right. It's. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's a great uh, arrangement. I yes. do. I do think it's another one where Eddie Murphy seems a little bit out of his depth, and they kind of hide him with the production and with the backup yes. singers. You know, there's a lot of great harmonies on this, and he's not he's doing not any of them. Yeah, you know, no. Like, I gotta say, this sounds like a Bruno Mars. This sounds like something that yeah. Bruno Mars would yeah. release on his album now, and people would give him again 37 Grammys, and then we'd all be up in arms. Yeah. yeah. So, but I don't. Th- I don't think this is better than Party All the Time for that reason, though, because I think he fe- he sounds very comfortable. His voice is and better. in his zone in Party All the Time. And he does. And, and everything coming up. I don't know. Coming up roses. His voice sounds pretty good, though. I think so. Everything. Can we listen? You to know it what? Again? Honestly, okay, yeah, let's, let's listen, listen to it again. again. Yeah, yeah. But I, maybe it's because he has a really good chorus behind him. And actually, in fact, I'm pretty sure that is what it is. But let's listen to it again. Not Eddie Murphy. But that yeah. was a little Eddie Murphy. At there the was end a there. little. There was a little. That I feel like it is the closest approximation of of Michael Jackson that he actually accomplishes. He's he's definitely oscillating between Rick James, Michael Jackson, and Prince on this whole this album. album. And That's this true. is you know. That's as close as he will get. They're hiding. They're hiding his mediocrity the way that the Brad Stevens hid fucking Isaiah Thomas on defense last year. Like, wow. The reason, oh, okay. deep cut. Oh my god. The reason he was able to score as much as he did, you know, and uh, that the uh, Celtics were able to reply on the other end. Like this it's the really same reason tangent. that Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah, go able, ahead. Uh, you know what? Forget it. Just keep in the part where I said Wait, Isaiah can you, Thomas. Yeah, can you at least... <laughs> yeah, either a Celtics... Make a Celtics metaphor or a wrestling metaphor, and, but make it snappy. <laughs> yeah, we gotta keep got. them quick. No, I said it's like when they, when they hit Isaiah Thomas on defense. You All know, right, like, we got you. Okay, we, we get got, it. We, we got, got that. Just we leave got that. that in. Yeah, yeah, All right, we, we will, we, we will. will. Oh, wait, what am I talking about? I'm not editing this. <laughs> Yeah, You've yeah, already taken on an ownership role here, <laughs> yeah. and I appreciate that, Nonya. You really have, you really have been such an incredible guest, and we're oh. so lucky to have you. Especially, you know, you're you're actually famous. We're we're what? tangentially <laughs> famous just by like standing have, next to you. I have like a thousand followers on Twitter. That's, that's not a fame. big fucking that's deal. That's, oh my I God. also follow a thousand though, so that's like that's a hundred times more followers <laughs> than we have. <laughs> Wait, no, yay! Oh my God, you're gonna tweet this, and we're gonna be. We're, it's that, that's it. I'm We're riding sure. your coattails all the way to. You're going to New York, aren't you? I'm going Is that, to New York. Yeah, of course I'm going you to are. New York. Um, I'm almost sure though that like half of those are bots because I followed this one dude <laughs> one night, and then overnight I got like a million followers to the point where my husband deleted his Twitter because he kept getting like notifications. Oh my god! He's like, what's going on? I was like, oh, I think I followed like some random dude who was probably a bot, and then there you go. Now <laughs> yeah. I have a bunch of followers. My band. <laughs> Uh, a bunch of our likes like I boosted a post and somehow suddenly over the course of like two days a bunch of uh, Mexican and Chilean teenagers wow. like, liked my band and I think 
I don't know. That's how an ego boost, bots. right? Yeah, that's I, a huge think, ego boost. I'll I think take a lot it. of them are bots. If teenagers, bots. if teenagers anywhere think you are cool, that's that true. means you have made it. Yeah, exactly. but I think it's. I don't think we are that cool. It has to be bots. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. So um, I'll have some bots like like oh this on God. Twitter. I guess. Well, we I don't know. we found somebody somebody from Turkey liked us recently. So. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Shouts cool. out to our turkey listeners. Yeah, yeah, we really appreciate you. One one turkey fan. What's up? <laughs> yes, one turkey Shouts out fan. to our one South Korean listener. We, oh, yeah, that's really cool, too. That is sick. The Olympics. You guys watching, watching those Olympics? Uh, I watched some ice dancing last night. It was oh very my God. sexual. Very sexual. It was. I watched it in the bar, and we all had opinions. <laughs> it <was> just, <laughs> Isn't it fun to have opinions it about is. things that you will never do yourself? Like, do like, have a gold record or, like, you yeah. know, be an ice dancer. Like, come on. Like, that's why podcasts are so much fucking fun. It's the, it's, fun. It's the ultimate reign of the nerd. <laughs> like we have finally the, it's it's full circle we've made it <laughs> we're now we're now monetizing our snarky commentary as we're we, not monetizing okay, this. We're, we're not making yeah we're not making any money it's fine um it's Look, fine we're and we're probably going to end up with a net negative Don't lie about <laughs> no, we're gonna be, money. it's gonna be a net negative because we're gonna get sued <laughs> I'm sorry, Eddie Murphy. No money, Eddie Murphy, right? listen, we're just, we're just, <laughs> we're just haters. Like Eddie Murphy is still trying to make this thing work. Like he, God bless him. Like he, yeah, can like, you go out on What's Up with You? Can we go out oh, on that? Oh no, we have God. to rate the album. Okay. Oh yes, oh, we have so oh, we yeah. have to rate the album, okay. and we have to like send you off in style and let you like plug all the cool things you're doing. So. Oh, yeah. First, because you are our guest, we, uh, we like to, I know, but it was, it was great. Let's talk about South Korean ice dancing all <laughs> oh, day. Yeah. Um, so we usually rate the album at the end of the show and we talk, uh, it's, it's negative, it's zero to negative five of some sort of quantity that is, you know, relevant to the album that we reviewed. So we're going to ask you to come up with a quantity okay. and then actually start us off with your review. So, for example, like we said, we rated Northern State out of zero to negative five tanning, tanning beds. beds. And Kevin Federline. Uh, zero to negative five. Uh, oh, shit, what, what was, was it? it? <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, I got one. I got one. So zero to negative five piles of cocaine. That's yes. what we're going nice. to use yes. for this. Because nice. cle- yes. clearly. Yes. That was. Correct. That should have been a producer on the album, cocaine. Not they lines. Piles. 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 That's right. <laughs> you need construction equipment to handle. <laughs> All, right, All right. So you get to start us off. So zero to negative five. Zero is true neutral, like whatever. Okay. It's like a warm bath. And negative five is like I'm I'm being eaten to death by like okay. uh, fire ants. So. I'm going to give it negative one piles of cocaine because – Ultimately, party all the time, and everything's coming up roses. They kind of save it, and everything else is kind of neutral. There were some real problems, like maybe there were three real problems. But <laughs> honestly, we're blessed in this day and age to have an album where there are only three real problems. You are so wow. correct. So, yeah. Oh my god! So one pile, Snaps. negative one pile of cocaine, piles of cocaine. Wow, yeah. right. that was beautiful. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well done. Thank well you. done. Thank you. Well done. All right. Mike, you're next. Um, yeah, this <laughs> album, I think one is very generous. Negative one is very generous, but um, not too generous because this album really has me f- feeling similarly to uh, as I did to um, Bruno for the most part. It's a lot of that 80s cheese, weird synths, uh, 
just uh, over the top. We are oh, the world, like fucking yeah. save yeah. save the universe uh, soliloquies. Uh, but party all the time. And you know what? I gave Bruno a negative two. And is this worse than Bruno? I don't think this is worse than Bruno. But do I want to give it a negative one? No, that's way too generous. I think for party all the time, I'm going to have to go from a negative two, which is Bruno level, to a negative 1.75. Wait, we're using decimals now? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. All right, all right. Listen. I'll do a one. No, it's 5. fine. It's fine. We didn't make any rules. We didn't okay. make any rules. We can we can break the rules that we didn't all right. make. Yeah, negative 1.75. Okay. Party all the time is a quarter of the album for a quarter of a point. Okay. <laughs> it's a good amount of cocaine. Um, <laughs> listen, this album, I would say that, like, yeah, like, three-eighths of it is is like garbage and like the other like three are fine are like fine and like one of them one of them is good um two of them are good two of them are good um so i don't know i I guess uh i would like to say similarly like a negative i don't know so do i like do i like this more than bruno is that what the question is because i do I like this more than Bruno. Oh, yeah. I, I, well, you gave Bruno what? I think you gave it a negative three, so you have a little more. I have a little here. bit more leeway. Yeah. I mean, okay, this album had My God is Colorblind, <laughs> yeah. and I, Me, Us, We the on it. The lows are really low. The lows are very low. Um, I wish I could tell you when. That's ooh-wah, skiddly-bebop. Oh, like, it's ooh, really yeah. actually a very bad album, <laughs> so I'm going to give this a negative 2.5 piles of cocaine. I wish it had actually more piles of cocaine because it would have been more exciting and interesting. And ultimately there's like two really good Rick James songs. And then the rest is just, you know, filler similar to like cocaine, you know, most of the time, like you're just getting filler. (laughs) Like (laughs) sometimes you get the good stuff and, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna want to keep getting the good stuff, but most of the time it is like menopause medication. So (laughs) have fun with that. (laughs) That's my, uh, that's my review. I mean, you're right. I don't, I feel, I'm so torn on this. Are we so conflicted? This one song has to raise it up to a decent score because it's so good. But the rest is real bad. I just want to make it clear with my negative 1.75, it wasn't for this all the time, this would be like a negative. This means that Kevin Federline beat out uh, Eddie Murphy, though. Yeah, really. Kevin, yeah, Kevin Federline's album is better than Eddie Murphy's. Okay. Wow, I don't co-sign that. I just well, want did you listen to the album? <laughs> no, but I just I can't. Okay, everyone assumes it's gonna be so bad. It's actually not, not that, that bad. bad. Really, it's, it's actually fine. It sounds like a Swizz Beats album. <laughs> Wow. It's not good. It's not bad. It's fine. I'm re-evaluating a lot of things. There's, Wait, a, there's well, a lot I'm going on. Too, because, I mean, Party All the Time is definitely That's way the, better than any Kevin Federline yeah. album. Yeah. Oh. Everything's Coming Up Roses is pretty Everything's dope. Stevie Wonder did a thing. Roses. Joke, yeah, but we're, are we, we're not judging Stevie Wonder, man. We are <laughs> judging true. Eddie That's Murphy. True. And, like, that's the thing. And he didn't is really that sing on that song. He didn't elevate yeah. any of these songs in any way. You know, all of these songs could have been easily just like replaced by their more talented counterpart who actually wrote the song anyway. That's true. I would definitely rather listen to America's Most Hated than six of the eight songs on this album. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a Kevin... <laughs> yeah. That's a Kevin Federline <laughs> That's the Kevin Federline okay, So 
we wow. here we are we you know we do obviously have a lot of feelings but we got to wrap this up for this week uh we want to make sure to thank our guest noye brown West no, for being on the show <laughs> on the podcast with us today and noye will you give us uh you know shout out any upcoming okay. things right. or things Let you want to plug calendars yeah, get your goddamn yeah. calendar out <laughs> look at you <laughs> we've known each other for a long time noye and i'm so i'm so proud to see your you're I'm spreading your wings I'm and abandoning all now. of us. <laughs> Just kidding. It's okay. I'm no, I'll be back. Action. I'll be back. They always come back. That's true. <laughs> On the 14th, I'm going to be at Savin Hill Brewing in Dorchester. 16th, I'm going to be part of Old School Game Show. They invited yes! me to do that. Yes. Are you, oh man, are you the comedian? I'm like, not the comedian this time, but I have like a bun- I have like a couple acting bits that I'm doing. Yes. Doing the late show in Worcester. I already have my Rock. ticket. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. On the 17th. And then I'm filming something for Dirty Water TV next Sunday. So check yes. that out. Big things. Big, Big things. Yeah, yeah. Big things. And then noyecomedy.com is a website. N-O-N-Y-E-C-O comedy.com. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could be an Eddie Murphy song. C-O-M-E C-O-M-E comedy. This is what I should stick to. <laughs> All right, guys. It's been fun. We will be back next week we are doing a crossover episode with our friends Ooh. from Jukebox Zeros another local podcast that makes fun of bad songs but instead of competing we're collaborating wow that's yes. that's, that's pretty big Show that is love. a big deal um yeah us horrible music listeners gotta stick together we do it's we, really it's a tough life you need the support it's all true. the support you can get so we're gonna be reviewing we're gonna be taping a double episode one episode is gonna be for them we're gonna be reviewing Hulk Hogan album oh no I'm sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry and, uh, and then uh, they're gonna be joining us to review uh, Hinder's fucking album which Hinder album are we doing it's uh, the, like, the one remember. with Kiss from an Angel or whatever oh, like uh, it's it's really bad whatever it is uh, Extreme Behavior I think is the one it's not good. Wow. <laughs> so we're going to be doing that. I'm and, excited uh, about it. We haven't gotten into butt rock at all on this no. show. And I mean, that is a de- I mean, it might be a little bit low hanging fruit. You know, I mean, it's, it's all, it's a genre where every band and song is bad. Unless you count yeah, Lips like, of an Angel is on this. And also the other songs are called Get Stoned. Oh <laughs> my God. Homecoming. So this Queen is like the worst of what butt rock has to offer. Right. So we're going to be doing that. And then we have a whole bunch of other incredible uh, comedians and artists that are, that are, for some reason want to hang out with pipeline. us on a Sunday afternoon uh, to review terrible music. I think the week after is your birthday show and we're going to be doing the yeah. Simpsons Sing the Blues. Oh, I'm so excited about you it. Guys... The first album that I identified as bad in my life. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know, that I ever listened to was like, oh, that was bad. I'm definitely tuning in for That's that beautiful. one. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, so check out Nonye Brown West. We, we heard from her noyaycomedy.com uh, we will be back next week uh, with the folks from Jukebox Zeros uh, thank you guys for supporting us go to www.makeitstoppodcast.com we paid for the domain name bitches go make it worth it um, A tweet, tweet at us tweet at yeah. us hey. someone follow us on Twitter Somebody for the love of it. God Jesus uh, there's a hundred of you downloading the show follow us on Twitter for fuck's sake yes come on Fuck it's yeah. at make it Stop cast. Share Give us five it. stars on uh, iTunes too. Why not? Yeah, that'd be nice. We appreciate it. We really do. Um, all right, so that's it for this week. We'll be back next week with more. 
Make it stop. Thank you. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.